in a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Welcome back to the Soulful Leader Podcast. I'm Marin Oslak and I'm here with Stephanie Allen. And last week we talked about intentions and goals, the difference between them and the power of using both of those sets of tools of knowing what an intention is and how to use it in your life and knowing what a goal is and the difference between them and how much more effective our goal setting and goal achievement process is when we actually are clear about the intentions behind them. And kind of we left you at the end of that podcast with a a little bit of a teaser because I was very excited about it, about the things that we can, how we can shift and spread out the dopamine that shows up in our system when we're Um, moving towards a goal and or achieving a goal so that it's not all at the end and we get this big hit that leaves us crashing. So so let me talk about that for a little bit. The, The thing about dopamine in goals, when we achieve a goal, we set a goal for ourselves and we actually achieve it, dopamine is created in our system and it's a neurotransmitter. So it it actually creates all kinds of good feelings in us. And it's the thing that we kind of seek actually. And as high achievers, we will oftentimes get up, get caught in a cycle of chasing that dopamine. And so we achieve the goal, we get the dopamine hit and then we crash because we don't have any more dopamine. We achieved the goal and we, then we feel empty. And so then we have to do it again and do it again and do it again. So one of my mentors, Juliana Garcia, reminded me of um, a practice that she has, a way that she not only stays consistent and is able to get dopamine into her system every day without uh, a fake way of doing it. And we talked about that last week of like alcohol or drugs or that type of thing. Um, so she does it naturally, but then also the kind of the correlation with that is that then she stays ahead of her goals. Like she overachieves her goals without even trying. And it's such a magical thing. So we wanted to talk about all of that today. (laughs) And, you know, I want to bring up the whole idea of dopamine. It's like these, these are neurotransmitters that are produced within us and, we have such an amazing opportunity to set up our life to either support, you know, our internal and growth process or to deplete it. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling tired and exhausted and stressed, it's often because we are focusing on an external source of supply yeah. rather than being able to tap inwardly. And we, another good reason of why setting intentions is so important is because we are tapping inside ourselves to an infinite amount 
of possibilities, infinite amount of health and well-being and love and connection. But most of us are trained to look outward for that value or that meaning in one's life. And it's really important because life, we cannot control the outer. I was having a conversation with someone else earlier today about, you know, we want to have more control in our life. And ultimately, when we, a lot of us, when we say that, we want to control the weather, we want to control um, our partner, we want to control our kids, and we can set ourselves up to feeling totally depleted, which is what's going to create that crash and that burnout and, you know, feeling like you're not respected or you're not cared for. Instead, when we can move more to an internal alignment with meaning and purpose from inside, we have total control. Yeah. We have total and that control. Does, it does happen from being aware of our intentions more so than just our goals. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so the biggest thing, though, is how do you even know what your intentions are? <laughs> because we're so conditioned to create goals and mm-hmm. that we can get clear enough and skillful enough to create an intention that not only gives us that dopamine sustainability, but it also brings so much more meaning and purpose to one's life. Like, isn't and isn't that the key, right? right. To feel soulful in one's life. What I love about it is it's a self-awareness journey. And that is maybe got a bad rap at this point of like, ooh, self-awareness. And yet it is the the cornerstone to changing your life. So if if you are not taking the time to get to know yourself better by asking questions and allowing for the both and, meaning that I'm not this or that, I'm both of those things. And starting to delve into that. And that's one of the things we talked about last week of how, you know, you just asked the question, how do we find out what our intentions are? And that is the self-awareness journey. And we could start with our goals and ask from a particular goal, like, okay, so what does that mean to me? Why would I want this? And, you know, you can go back and listen to last week's podcast. I don't want to repeat that. What I do want to get into is when you're on this journey, one of the things that Stephanie mentioned last week is that we're trained to do the the whole do have be. If we do something, then we get something, then we can become a person. And it's a dyslexic way of thinking. And she pointed out that the real power is in switching that around to truly the way that it, it, it works the best, which is you be something that allows you to have the elements of that and then you can actually do. And so it's, it's a, go ahead. Let me give you an example. I was having a conversation with someone and they're really wanting, you know, they're starting up their new business and they're really wanting to get a client. And I said, well, who will you be like, why we know why it's so important to have a client, you know, you're needing money and all these different things. I said, so what would be different? Like when you have a client and the person basically said, well, I'll feel secure. I'll feel in control. I'll feel um, confident and empowered. 
And I said, well, that's the outcome that you're seeking. What if you made that the intention? And remember, the intention is that inner alignment to that true self inside. And I said, I said, think of it like seeds, empowerment, in control, security, safety, all of those things that you just said that were so important to you are seeds within your own inner self and our awareness practices and our breathing and our focusing inward is like the light, the sunshine and the water that's going to help germinate those seeds because they're Mm -hmm. all there. But we're paying attention in the performance in the outer world. So what happens with this person was doing is that every time they get up and they are, are doing more, like I'm doing more and more and more in my outer world, but I'm still not getting that client. I must be doing something wrong. And of course, it's eroding that person's self-empowerment, their state of control, because they feel out of control, you know, and they have lack of confidence, which is exactly the opposite of what they are trying to do. So I said, what if you put your intentions first? And I said, so empowerment, let's start with empowerment, confident, and, and, you know, feeling secure. Let's, you know, feeling safe. I said, how would you practice that? Like if you just practice that, he's like, I don't know how, how would I practice that? I don't know how to practice that. Hmm. And I said, well, think about that. If you were a musician or an athlete, how would you practice a skill? what would you do? You know, there's a lot of research on musicians and athletes who literally stop and just inwardly visualize it or breathe it or embody it. They have all these different practices. It's not necessarily that they need to go and physically do something. They're actually internally doing something. And that has had huge, huge um, data and and, um, scientific research that that is every bit, if not even more powerful. The power, the power of the mind is is huge. Yeah. So he said, well, you know, I could simply just write those qualities down and look at them every day and to remind myself mm-hmm. to close my eyes and imagine myself being that and to let myself feel that. I said, that's exactly that's a great practice. And you could do that anytime you feel not secure or feeling disempowered or lack of like being out of control, you can bring yourself back and bringing yourself back to those qualities is a practice. Every time you do that, it gets stronger. It's a powerful practice. And one of the ways that I've used that is um, with some clients is like anytime they're going to sit down, say they're in sales, they want to sit down and do a sales call. What is what are the qualities with which you are aligned in that moment? Are you calling from the perspective of I need another client? And if you are, stop, don't even make the call because that's your old way of being. The new way of being that you want to be in order to get a client. So if we're working backwards, the be have do or the be do have. How what would you need to think of, of, you know, like, how do you get into that moment right in that moment? How do you get aligned with the person who has 10 clients and you don't need another one? And what I found is the, the easiest and the fastest way to do that is gratitude. And beyond gratitude, there's actually appreciation and when you like when you really feel gratitude and you totally like really own it it feels like you appreciate that's to me appreciation and so 
it's interesting because after last week's podcast, I made a list for myself of those types of things. You know, you talked about the the person you talked to and, and how they're, you know, what practice that they could do. And I found some places in my own life where I wasn't being the person that I wanted to be. And so I wasn't receiving what I wanted to receive. I wasn't able to achieve my goals. And I found myself in that striving, needing place. And so I did exactly that. I made a list of those attributes. There are like five things. And I decided in any given moment when I'm wanting something, I'm going to stop and find what do I have instead? What is already there? So I'm going to give you an example. Say, for example, I have, um, if there's tension up in my team and I just want to like, right, with my team, I might stop. And instead of being upset with my team, recognize the fact that I am really grateful that I even have a team, (laughs) right? And then I can step into that appreciation and go back and go, oh, I have what I need. I have a team. And I've just completely shifted my consciousness around that. And you're bringing up that same sort of internal, external dyslexia again. It's like we want to like reprimand our team for being so err. Instead of saying, wait a minute, maybe I need to appreciate my team for being a team. Yeah, celebrate it celebrating it. And, and that's the whole part is like, we really tend to be very dyslexic. So I was speaking to a mother earlier today as well. And she was just feeling like she was frustrated with her teenage son who doesn't seem to value and respect her. And I said, well, you know, we can't, we, we teach them, we teach them how to value and respect ourselves by how we treat ourselves. Mm. And and, you know, it could be also how you treat them too, but it's like, ultimately, the only thing I can have over control is, is how I speak, treat, think about myself and whether they treat you with respect or not, that child treats you with respect or not, you have control over how you treat yourself. So you don't have to go, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? Am I a horrible parent? And we kind of have this whole litany of things that we tell ourselves that we aren't. And instead of being say, hey, what if this was a teaching opportunity? What if this was a growth opportunity? Anything that's not working, we can then reverse it and go like the be, do, have. It's like, well, how do I need to be more respectful with myself inwardly? Not outwardly. Yes, of course, outwardly in some ways. But ultimately, the inward is going to create the outward. And what I mean by that is, you know, we talk about believing. It's like the old saying of like, I'll believe it when I see it. And it's like, no, actually... You you need to believe it in order to see it. Right. It's like it actually works in reverse. And, and even that word be living means to be it. And then you will live it. So mm-hmm. we need to be it. But we don't know how to do that. So this is what, you know, a lot of our, our podcast is all about is like how we have practice these things in our lives and are still practicing them. We're still growing. We're still learning. And just be able to share it with you all that are listening right now that there is a way to practice and to be skillful in an inner world that isn't about goals necessarily or the outer achievement, although that is the side effect. The side effect is that you will achieve things that are probably even better than you thought and that you will receive an amazing, beautiful life, but it starts from the internal. And that is such the, the, the road less traveled, so to speak. 
It really is. And that kind of brings us full circle because that those are the moments of daily doses of dopamine so that you don't hit a wall and crash, you know, like get that absolute high, hit the wall, crash, and then need to start over from that place of stress and burnout and overwhelm. And when I say that that is the key, what I mean is every day, taking a moment when you're in that moment of stress and you find yourself in the belief of lack or you don't have enough to stop and find where you do have enough. Where is that place? Where is that place of gratitude and of of appreciation? I use the example of a team. So if you were sitting down to do sales calls and you had a goal of, you know, 10 calls and you're going to book one person out of those 10 calls and you've made your 10 calls and you haven't booked a single person. Gosh, it would be really easy to get down on yourself and da da da. And I didn't do it. I didn't meet my goal. I didn't, et cetera, et cetera. And how could you flip that script to get your dopamine hit in a good way? It's simply by saying, you know what? I showed up and made 10 calls. I love the way I showed up today. Good for you, Marin. Good on you, right? And if you weren't able to get all 10 calls in, okay, so what was it that you you did do well? Find what it is to appreciate. Find where you're enough, where you're more than enough. And you're like, you know what? I at least showed up and made one call and I'm so proud of you for doing that. Good job. And then it's, you know, it's like, it's finding the kindness with ourselves. We're so unkind. And, you know, when we're unkind, I mean, that creates a whole level. We talk about dopamine again, but it creates a whole antithesis of healthy chemicals. It creates inflammation. I mean, instead of healthy chemicals, it's creating inflammation. It's creating, um, you know, adrenaline. It's like you put you in that fight or flight mechanism. It puts your whole nervous system into that sympathetic nervous system, which is a very short burst of energy to be able to survive. We, we don't want to live in that kind of area. You know, the other thing to have rest and digest and take in life and be nourished by it. Yeah. And you just mentioned, you know, inflammation right now on our planet. It seems like so many people are dealing with dis-ease of inflammation. And the very fascinating thing is that dopamine is a precursor in our systems to epinephrine. I think I'm saying that right. Am I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is a, you know, I mean, you think of, of an EpiPen, right? What, what we do is we take epinephrine from the outer world in order to, to take our inflammation down. People who have inhalers, like I have an inhaler and that's what it does is it, it dilates the, the, Oh, bronchial, bronchial tubes. <laughs> Thank you. That's them. <laughs> In order to clear and reduce inflammation. So if we're giving ourselves regular internal hits of dopamine that don't whack us out by it's too much all at once and not, you know, there isn't anything regular, we're actually reducing our own inflammation from the inside and not needing any external chemicals. Our bodies are amazing when they work the way that they should. 
Absolutely. Or if, when we allow them to work as well Actually, as they can. When our lower self gets out of the way. And what I mean by yeah. the lower self, the one that's kind of running around thinking it's not good enough and all that stuff and trying to mm. tell you that you need to do more. That's the lower self. Yeah. If when we, we live get from out of our way, higher story. Yeah. And we live from our believing, like believing in that, that we are enough, that we are loved, that we are taken care of. When we believe that, then we are. And this isn't just the Pollyanna, all of powerful, uh, no. you know, positive thinking. It does require an action. It does require practice, but it's ultimately it's from interconnection with oneself, with one's true self. Yeah. So we invite you this week to do a little bit more self-discovery, dig a little deeper and find those places where you can celebrate yourself in any of those moments throughout the day where you want to get down on yourself or beat yourself up or think that you're not enough or compare yourself to your neighbor, stop, make a commitment to stop and find the thing to celebrate, the thing to appreciate, the thing you're grateful for and be kind to yourself. And you'll be amazed at how much more smoothly and effectively your life will work. So we hope you'll join us and at the soulfulleaderpodcast.com and give us your feedback. And until next time, may you have a beautiful, wonderful week. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.